Hello and welcome to Emotional Self Mastery, the best podcast on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones. And I'm Kathy, the producer of this podcast. Each week, together, we explore topics that will help you eliminate negative self-talk, worry, anxiety, and fear, so so you can live your best life. Hey, listeners. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Cheryl. What are we talking about today? We're going to do part two of mindsets today. Awesome. I'm ready. Do you want to do a recap on last week's episode? Sure. If you missed last week's episode, we talked about what is a mindset. And Cheryl explained to us that it is a series of beliefs that you hold subconsciously or consciously that determine the results that you get in different situations. And in your life. And in your life. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the fact that there are two different mindsets, a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And we talked about why a growth mindset is so important to cultivate. Absolutely. We also talked about how most of our mindsets are developed in childhood. So if you missed last week's episode, you need to go back and listen to it because it's going to pull everything together. Once you hear that and you hear what we're going to talk about today. All right. So what are some of the ways that we can change a fixed mindset into a growth mindset? I'm so glad you asked. I knew you would be. Yeah, it's part of the plan, right? Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. I've pulled together five different ways that you can start changing your fixed mindset into a growth mindset. And the first of those five ways is to acknowledge and embrace imperfection. If you know someone or you yourself are a bit of a perfectionist, which I am, imperfection is really hard sometimes. The imperfection in yourself and the world around you can just drive you nuts. Now, I'm not super bad about it, but... When my keys are not placed back where they needed to be, when someone borrows them, it drives me a little crazy. And in fact, one of those instances that wasn't a key incident, but more of a needing everything just right, used to happen to me quite frequently. As a business communications trainer, I typically made handouts for my workshop. And inevitably, there would be typos and mistakes in the handouts. They were really insignificant. Most of the time, there were words that I left out of a sentence. They were kind of outlines anyway with graphics and things. But there would always be somebody in the audience who would razz me about the mistakes. And in fact, a couple of times in my 30 years of being in business, there were a couple of participants who actually circled the mistakes in red pen. Ah. Take me back to high school English class where Miss English, yes, that was her name and she taught English, Miss English had a field day with my papers because there was a lot of red ink on them. Anyway, the result is that it would cause me to be super embarrassed about the mistakes and I would strive harder and harder the next time and put all kinds of pressure on myself to make sure that every word was there and it was spelled correctly and in the right order. I've eventually learned to embrace the fact that I'm going to have mistakes. I've decided that if I have a 10-page handout, if there's three or four mistakes, I'm that's good for me. 
So the truth of the matter is embrace the fact that we all have imperfections and we can't be perfect all of the time. That's the very first one. So what do you do if things don't go the way you've planned something? So maybe you were giving one of your workshops and it didn't go as planned and you messed up and you forgot things. and Happens all the time. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what happens with your mindset then? Well, that's a really good point because the participants usually don't know what I had planned, right? So they don't know that things went awry. <laughs> well, that's good. That is good. But in my mind, I can self-critique like nobody's business. And maybe you can too. You probably can relate to that. So what I've learned to do is reframe it. When something doesn't go as I expect it, I reframe it. I see it from a different point of view. It may have not been perfect, but it was probably fine from the participant or the customer's point of view. When you see it from their perspective, that's all that matters. I mean, think of the red pen story. You know, had I reframed that situation when it happened, it may have looked very different. It might have been that I realized it was time to hire an editor or somebody to look over my handouts before I printed them. That probably would have been a really good idea. The truth of the matter is, is I can't be all things to all people. I can't be an editor and a creator and a speaker and a coach. And a, I can't be the talent, if you will, and be the all-around perfect editor. Nobody can. No, you're absolutely right about that, even mm-hmm. though some of us try to be all things. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Including me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing, so that's reframing, right? So mm-hmm. we've had so far, we've had acknowledge and embrace the imperfection. We've had reframe. And then the third one I want to share with you is pay attention, very close attention to the words that you say to yourself. Far too often, we make statements like, oh, that never, that will never happen for me. Or why do I always get the short straw? Things never turn out the way I want them to. And we repeat those words over and over again. Either we say them aloud to somebody who's a dear friend, or we say them silently in our head. And what happens is it anchors those beliefs in our mind. We're telling our subconscious brain to bring us more of the same because our subconscious brain doesn't know the truth between fact and fiction. It doesn't know how to separate what you want and what you don't want. It just hears it and says, no, things never turn out the way she wants them. Oh, let's give her more of things that don't turn out the way she wants them. I mean, that sucks, doesn't it? That's self-sabotage. That's (laughs) self-sabotage, that's for sure. But yeah, your subconscious mind is in on the game. It's unfortunate. But the thing is, is that we've got to pay attention and recognize when we say and think things that are limiting, that keeps us from having what we really want. And we need to then replace them with the positive side of what you want to create in the world. So I guess me going... I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. I thought we trained that out of you. you we did, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, that you're anchoring in your mindset. Mm-hmm. And that puts you back in a fixed mindset. And puts you in the position of to fail. It absolutely does. It brings more and more of that. And then, you, then you have the energy of a victim. Correct. And of course, that attracts all kinds of people to you. <laughs> not, please don't misunderstand me, that does not. It attracts other people that also feel like victims. Well, that's true. Then you find yourself surrounded by negative people. And that's just not healthy. not helping you at all. Not at all. (laughs) Because, yeah, hanging out with those folks doesn't help at all. No. What else can we do? 
So another thing is you need to be real. Be real. When I say be real, I mean be your authentic self. Do you, do you know who you are on the inside? It took me a while to figure it out. So the truth of the matter is you are perfect the way you are, meaning who you were meant to be when you came upon this earth. What other people think of you doesn't matter. You need to be who you are. A perfect example is I spent many years in a place of not feeling accomplished. I would compare myself to others and I just felt like I didn't measure up. And that just really was not fun, not Mm. fun at all. And I was continuing to pretend to be somebody else. And it wasn't until I got really real with myself and realized that it's small group and one-on-one coaching that I do really well with. That's when I realized that I could make the biggest impact on the world. It took me having to get real with myself to do that. And as a result, it's very interesting how it's really paid off for me. It's definitely, people are interested in what I have to offer. Yeah, it clearly has paid off for me. Here's one other one that you might want to think about. And that is stop worrying about getting approval from others. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Whether it be parents, siblings, colleagues, coworkers, coworkers, Mm -hmm. managers, stop worrying about that. You are perfect. Like I said before, you are perfect the way you are. If you're giving it your all and doing your best. Well, yeah, you don't sit on your hands and not be who you truly are. When you require approval from others, you are giving your personal power away. You're giving your power away to that person or those other people. And that means that your value is dependent on what someone else thinks about you. Let me say that again. Your value is dependent on what someone else thinks of you. If someone else is having a bad day and they think something negative about you, your value is tainted. But that's not who you are, Mm-mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's what you mean by personal power. You are giving it to someone else when you let them determine who you are. Exactly. Wow. You have more value in being your authentic self than you could ever gain from anyone else's opinion. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that stuff comes up and you think you need somebody else's approval then you use my ever popular technique, cancel, cancel. That's not the truth. The truth is, and fill in the blank. You mentioned that last week, but I think it's worth mentioning again. So tell us how to do that again. Absolutely. So when you have this thought that you don't measure up, you say to yourself, cancel, cancel. That's not the truth. The truth is I am perfect in my authentic self. And you say it over and over again. Every time it comes up, you say, cancel, cancel. That's not the truth. I am perfect as my authentic self. But you could also do that more specifically, correct? So if you had a specific thing that you were struggling with? Like maybe weight? Weight is a good one. I mean, a lot of people have difficulty with their weight and are struggling. That's Mm -hmm. why there's so many different options today of weight loss programs. Definitely. You know, you might have a statement in your mind that says, oh, I'll never get to my ideal weight. Mm -hmm. And then you say, cancel, cancel. That's not the truth. 
the truth is my ideal weight is not a number. It is how my clothes fit and how I feel. Do I, you know, if I'm feeling flexible and strong, then maybe I'm at my perfect and ideal weight. Or if you're feeling like a knockout when you dress up, yeah, you might be at your ideal weight. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh-huh. cancel, cancel is great for those specific items too. Definitely. Well, Try it what, out. what happens if you have an ego and you go cancel, cancel, that's not the truth. I rock the world. Is that okay? Yeah, but I don't think your your brain is going to actually embrace it. <laughs> but thank you for that example. Well, I, just I mean, I think I believe that we have to be real with ourselves, right? Oh, that goes back to being real. Yeah, yeah, it goes back to being real. Ah, yeah. It goes both mm-hmm. ways. Yeah. Okay, good. So people who have a strong ego like that are typically trying to cover up the negative negativity that they're actually thinking about themselves. Whoa. Yeah. You can use the cancel cancel technique. But I would suggest that you focus on the thing that you don't want and replace it with something that's true. If it's too far out, out of reach or out of reality, then your subconscious brain will not accept it. Okay. But what do you do when you suspect you you might have a fixed mindset about a topic, but you can't really figure out what it is and then how to change it? What if you don't know what that fixed mindset really is? Well, that's when you need an objective person to help you identify the mindset or the belief that's sitting in your blind spot. And that's, they can help free you from it. That's the kind of work I do. I work with individuals and small groups to identify the mindsets that are holding them back. Then what we do is we work together to neutralize that mindset so it no longer has influence over their behaviors or their thoughts. When that happens, the individual or team are ready to take bold action. Wow. A team can only be successful when they acknowledge and remove the limiting beliefs that are holding them back. That is so accurate. I have been in that situation. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody on your team who's thinking, we are never going to get this project in on time. We are never going to be successful with this. Those goals are outrageous, we'll never get there. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they're actually sabotaging the entire team. They are. Oh, that's powerful. Because our thoughts are energy and that energy goes out to everybody else on the team. And so they feel it too. And it undermines their efforts and doesn't bring them forward. Oh, that's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's really sad. So, wow. So the bottom line is when you learn to recognize and release your fixed mindset about specific topics, you'll be setting yourself up for success. Right. And ways to do that, you said it was to acknowledge and embrace the imperfections of both of yourself and the world around you. Mm -hmm. Also, I think you mentioned to reframe your story and make it a positive rather than a negative. And see it from the customer's point of view or another person's point Mm -hmm. of view. Mm -hmm. You said to pay attention to what we say to ourselves. Talk nice to yourself. (laughs) Yes. You taught us to be real and honest with ourselves and about what we really like to do and want to do and not what others think we should be doing. Yeah. And have you ever noticed how people tell you, well, you, Kathy, you know, you should blah, blah, oh, blah. A lot should. of shoulds. Oh, yeah. That's like my least favorite word. And mm-hmm. I, when I hear myself say that now, 
I cancel, cancel. I just <laughs> great. It's, yeah. And then, you know, that we need to stop needing the approval of others and accept ourselves as perfect just the way we are. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Great stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I hope... I hope that the listeners took as much from it as I did. I hope they did too. So listeners, if you want to talk more about the topic of mindset and how it may be affecting your ability to achieve your dreams, connect with me through LinkedIn or contact me at Cheryl, C-H-E-R-Y-L, at simplythebestresults.com. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Emotional Self Mastery. We'll be back next Thursday with a new topic to help you reclaim your personal power and self-confidence. Please be sure to subscribe to and like this podcast and share it with a friend. And if you want a deeper dive into Emotional Self Mastery, get Cheryl's book by the same title on Amazon. Download the first chapter for free on her website under the book tab. Want to receive a full recap of this week's content with resources and helpful hints? Sign up on the first page of my website at simplythebestresults.com. Talk to you next week.